Blog Talk Radio. iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn app, Blog Talk Radio, phones, whatever. Thank you. Appreciate it. 646-716-8544, that's the number to call. I'm going to let you all know what we're going to be talking about. And if at any point you want to chime in on what's being discussed, just press numero uno and we'll bring you on. Yeah. Follow us or follow me on Instagram at I am Hollywood. Follow our producer Stacy at Hampton Blue Network. B L U is how spell how you spell blue. Um I hear oh yeah. Yeah, Stacy I do. Um Let me tell y'all what we're going to be talking about today. My fault. I was definitely reading something just now. Uh, We haven't been here in about two weeks, but it's Memorial Day weekend. A lot of people are off, three-day weekend. But we got some unfortunate news to be talking about today. Another uh, mass shooting that took place in this country. Hundreds have already taken place. We're only about to be in June. 
We just spoke about one that happened in Buffalo, and now here we are again. This time it involved another elementary school. We're going to get more into it in a little bit. Um, what else are we talking about today? Um, Shikari Richardson. She's back. She's the track and field girl who was like all the craze. Her race went viral, and she was like the top eight girl. And then she had the scandal with the smoking and all of that. Y'all remember her. Y'all remember her. And um, a lot of people was comparing her to Flojo, right? So then she had that other race. I can't remember what it was, but it was the first race right after she was banned from um, the Olympics, and she came in last place. So people was like, yo, what's up? Like, is she she done? Was it like a fad, a one-hit? I don't I don't know what just you hear me, Space? Yeah, I do. I was like, what just happened? I walked away and I'm like, why is there silence? <laughs> That's just, okay. Uh, it said, thank you for using Block Talk Radio. Goodbye. I'm like, wait, hold no. on, what's happening? <laughs> wow, that's crazy. I don't know what just happened because <laughs> I didn't even touch anything. <laughs> that's but alrighty. That's the yeah, devil. So you're Ain't that much a damn devil. Nah, that's how old people be. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's MAGA people. <laughs> right. Ain't nothing much a damn devil. <laughs> but we back. I was yeah. saying about Sha'Carri Richardson and how she had her uh, comeback race. It was supposed to be her comeback race after uh, the Olympics, uh, being banned from the Olympics, and then she came in last place. So people was, like, going in, wondering what was up. She just had another race uh, just the other day, and it was against the women from Jamaica. You know, the fast ones. I'm trying to get the names. I think her name was, like, Elaine something, but, you know, they like the ones to beat. And Sha'Carri came in second place in this race, so she definitely redeemed herself. She was right there behind one of the fastest, other fastest women, in the world. So we're going to talk about it. I'm going to get the details and we're going to get into it a little bit. Um, also, Kourtney Kardashian, she had her wedding this uh, couple days ago, but I'm not even going to talk about the wedding. I'm talking about what was revealed on the Kardashian show where she revealed that her doctor suggested that she drinks Travis Barker's semen to help with her fertility issues. I don't know if this is something that is this normal practice. Like, we out here drinking semen to help with, uh, to get pregnant? Like, to help with, like, I don't know if this is like a a mating call, <laughs> like to get it, get it, uh, get your body familiar with I don't I don't know what's up, but yeah, we're gonna talk about that. <laughs> and I think that's what I what I the three things I wanted to talk about today was hot in these blogs. Yeah. Oh and Brandy. Brandy and Jack Harlow. So Jack Harlow, many people know he's this new rapper, uh he's a white kid and he has this popular song called First Class that everybody is singing. Oh, you've probably seen it on many people's TikToks and all of this. So he's kind of a big deal right now, right? So he was doing this interview, and they was asking him um, some questions about, um, I forget what it was. It was like some trivia thing. And the answer was Brandy. And it came off as if he didn't know who Brandy was. And he said something like Ray J, who's Ray J's sister, because they was giving hints and clues to who they was talking about, and they mentioned something about Ray J, and he said, who is Ray J's sister? And so it was this little chat online about it, like some people were charging it to him being too young, some people were charging it to being kind of disrespectful, 
and all that, like put some respect on Brandy's name. So Brandy actually responded herself, and she actually did a freestyle over the first class beat. Um, I wanted to play it, actually play a clip of it today when we talk about it, but I didn't give uh, our producer Stacy a heads up, so we might not be able to do that. But I'm gonna, um, we're gonna talk about it, and Brandy ain't, she ain't one of them. She ain't to be played with, so. It, it was dope what she did, but we're going to talk about it. Uh, once again, 646-716-8544. That's the number to call, and you just press numero uno. I'll bring you on, chop it up, and all that. So let's kick it off how we always do with the question of the day. Today's question of the day. This is kind of uh <laughs> Would you rather have bad permanent breath, bad breath permanently for life, or stinky farts every 30 minutes? This is today's question of the day. I'm going to answer it first off, then I'm going to see if we get some responses from the internet. Um, I'm going to say if I absolutely had to choose, definitely bad breath permanently. Because, I mean, we're in a pandemic, right? We we still here. We we could wear a mask. You know, there's there's got to be ways to, like, disguise it. You know, there's ways to not be in people's face. But to pass gas that smells like crazy, you, you're like, what are you going to do? You can't even, you can't even, like, be in an elevator or something. <laughs> like, you can't be around certain people because the breath that goes it has a proximity that it could only go but so far passing gas is like that's a different story that's gonna travel so <laughs> i'm gonna take the bad breath permanently for 500 dollars, alex yeah that's what we're doing um someone said that's a hard one um <clears throat> uh listen to say I would say bad breath, you can mask that better, but farting every thirty minutes would be crazy. Imagine being on a plane or at work. <laughs> right. Or having sex. Yes, that's a good point. Yeah, definitely. Taking a bad breath option for sure. That's hilarious. Um my producer Stacy just informed me we won't be able to play the Jack Harlow, I mean the Brandy song, because it, it has uh, Jack Harlow's beat. So this our podcast streams on Apple Music, Apple um, iTunes and stuff, so they strict on stuff like that. So we won't be able to play it, but we're going to talk about it. Um, So let's get into the story that's, all over everywhere right now. We're going to start the show on a serious note. Then we'll have a little fun with it. Rob Elementary. Uvalde, Texas is an elementary school. And about four days ago, an 18-year-old decided it would be a good idea to go to the school with a rifle, an AR-15, and murder 21 people in cold blood. Just crazy. 19 of those people were students, 9 and 10 years old, and two teachers. It's not uncommon in this country. We just spoke about a mass shooting two weeks ago or so in Buffalo, where another 18-year-old took another high-powered assault rifle, one that's made for, like, war and combat, and drove all this way and killed all these people in this um, supermarket in Buffalo. And it's just kind of like, when does it end? Does it end? How can we prevent this? Do 
America want to prevent this because it doesn't seem like they do. So Texas, uh, the governor, Ted Cruz, is getting a lot of heat behind this because he is one that is not trying to get on board with the idea of having like universal background checks for 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 weapons for basically making it harder for anybody a 19 a 18 year old who's too young to even buy cigarettes to make it harder for people to just go in a store and just purchase such a high assault weapon. Like, he's not on board with it. And he actually um, has ties to the NRA. And I believe he was going to speak there. They had a, a conference or something just a few days right after this mass shooting, and I want to say he was one of the people that was supposed to be there to speak, along with your former occupant of the White House, orange guy. So Ted Cruz is out and about in Texas, and people are going in on him, calling him out, disrupting his press conferences, calling him out at restaurants, telling him he got blood on his hands. Because what is it, why is it so hard to, to try to enforce stricter gun laws? I'm, I'm trying to understand what the real issue is behind that. It's not to say um, we, you, don't, you want to take guns completely away from everybody, which is what they are trying to throw out there that is what, the other side is trying to do whenever someone says stricter gun laws and all that, they, they throw out, Oh, they want to take your guns away. This is what they're saying to all of the people who's a part of this association, the NRA. And that's, it's like, that's not even the case. No one's saying like, just take everybody guns away. They say and make it harder for people to be able to get guns. And my thing is, like, are y'all that fucked up? Like, is y'all background that crazy that y'all wouldn't qualify to get these guns if we did heavy background checks and stuff? Is that the reason why you feeling like trying to take people guns away? Like, and now they want to throw it on mental health, which definitely plays a part. But it's not the only way to prevent this from happening. You got to find a way to, like, uh, save um, face, I guess. Um. So this is the route. This is the angle. Like, Gasson throwing out um, mental illness. Let's keep let's keep drilling that out there. It's not about the guns, nah. It's about mental health. Let's keep just throwing that out there. Um. Listen to there's a race there's a race undertone. Some believe there's a fear of a race war and they fear not having a right to arms will make them more vulnerable. Just a theory. Another listener say NRA lobbies and pays a, for a lot of campaigns. These politicians are bought, allegedly. That part. Absolutely. Um is nuts. Um, 
Oh man, I'm gonna bring um a listener on who wanna um chime in on this. Um, is my boy Rel? What's up? What's up? H Wood. What's up? What's up? What's good? What's up? What's up? I'm a little hoarse <laughs> right now. I'm traveling. I just I had a gig that I had to do, so I'm a little hoarse. You got to bear with me, but I definitely wanted to um, call and chime in on this uh, topic. Yeah, your um, voice sounds a lot different than the last time you was on here. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, though. Yeah, I first want to just be my condolences to those families, you know, who have lost loved ones and this terrible, terrible, terrible incident that has occurred. Um, I don't know if your, your, your listeners have listened when I once was on before. You know, I'm not um, a spiritual individual, and I believe that uh, things, well, Scripture tells us that we wrestle not against flesh and blood, um, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, and against uh, wickedness in high places. So there are a lot of things um, that are not going to be visible to the eye, are not going to be, you know, just for us to just see and call out. Um so when we talk about this whole mental health thing, right, you know, lots of people are not going to tell me, like, oh, yeah, you know, he has mental issues, he's crazy, he's, because that's what it appears to be by your individual that's just looking on, right? But I'm a, I'm a proponent of believing that there are there is spiritual wickedness in high places. And if there's any cracks, there's mental health issues there. So if there's any cracks there that allows that wickedness to enter, it shall enter. And so, henceforth, we have these types of incidents that take place. Now, speaking of this whole gun situation, you've also heard the term, I'm sure everyone, that money being the root of all evil, right? So that, and that's just basically means if you, you love money enough that you will do anything for it. So as one of your listeners pointed out that, you know, the NRA funds a lot of these um, campaigns for a lot of these citizens, so they're in their pockets. So they're indebted to the NRA. So, of course, they want to continue to sell assault rifles. Why? As you mentioned, why is it that at 18 you can purchase an assault rifle, AR-15, and you can't even get a pack of cigarettes? You can't even drink. You can't even rent a car. But you can purchase an assault rifle that is able to take out 30 people in, in the matter of seconds. Why is that only in this country? Because we are in we are in bed with the devil, <laughs> as the old folks would put it. You're in, the, you're in bed with the devil. That's, that's what right. that is, and it's so it's so sad. And then they make it this issue where one side is pointing at the other side. Oh, it's a democratic thing. Oh no, it's a Republican thing. What about a human thing? What is it that we cannot come together that's to hard. see that this is a problem? that this is truly, truly a problem. So where's the humility in all of it? Instead of all the pointing and, oh, we don't see anything on the Democrat side. Well, that's because, as we said again, the money, the money is the root right there. So they don't want, the NRA doesn't want to not sell AR-15s and lose money. And instead, the Republicans are going to feed their people that, oh, they're trying to take away all your, your right to bear arms, period. They want to take away all your guns. Not just your AR-15, but all you guys. I'm just, I'm just sick of it. I, I'm really, really sick of it. But you know, the word also declares that a great nation shall fall, right? And we're supposed to be one of those, the greatest nations, you know. So you know, it's hey, prophecy is important. So you know, I just think everybody needs to hey, pay attention, pay attention. That's it. That's it. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's true, true for sure. Um, thank you for your commentary. Appreciate it. Most definitely, most definitely, most definitely. I thank you all. Thank you all for you know talking about these things because it needs to be talked about. 
Um, everybody needs to be talking about it. Everybody needs to be stepping up. That's why these um, elections are important. Those people that we put into Congress are supposed to be there for the people, for us, not for their pockets. Not to fuel their pockets and their campaigns. And, you know, they're sitting up there pushing jobs. They don't care about us. The people, <laughs> they don't listen to right. us. And they're, and and they're having dinner together. They make it seem like they're pitted against one another, the Democrat, Republican. No, they, they still are together having brunch and lunch and dinners and in negotiations. Yep. Well, if you do this for me, I'll do this for you. If you do that for me, I'll do this for you. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. It's a game. And I want to um, correct myself from earlier. Um, I've mentioned Ted Cruz being the governor, but Ted Cruz is the senator. Um, Greg Abbott is the governor. Correct. Of, uh, Greg Texas, Abbott so. is the governor. Yeah. Um, and, but yeah. to point you, you made with, when you mentioned the elections, to piggyback off that, um, there was there's a lot of people who like to um, – Point the the fingers at the president. Like I've seen this girl who who I love. I think she's super dope. She did this song or this like freestyle, and she and she titled it like Dare Joe, and she's going off about how he made all these promises and we voted for you and you're not doing this and you're not doing that. And when I was listening to that and seeing a lot of the comments, one thing it made clear to me is a lot of people still have no idea of how government works. Like, they think that the president is this person who can just snap his fingers and make everything go away. Like, no, these midterm elections that a lot of people don't pay attention to are more important than that presidential election that everybody run out and vote for. These ones that they go under the radar, and these are the people like Ted Cruz, like Greg Abbott, and like many of the other senators and governors who can actually put in place or at least be a voice to put in place certain measures and certain laws, these are the people we need to be getting voted, voting out. But these elections that happen every two years, they go, they go under the radar. They go, no one pays attention to those elections, the, lo- the local elections. Nobody pays attention to them, and they want to blame the president, which is why a lot of people used to go in on Obama, like, oh, he not for black, he ain't do nothing for black people, yada, yada. And it's like, do y'all understand that he can't just, like, the president has certain um, executive um, order um Decision making well, where he could just power. Yeah, yeah, that's the key word I was looking for. Like where he yeah, could just the like. Mm-hmm. But, but they didn't they they, they take their civic class and saw, oh, they didn't pay attention to civics and, and to know that there are three, <laughs> right. uh, three distinct branches of government. You know, you have your legislative branch, your executive branch, and your judicial branch. And so yep. everyone is getting, given a certain amount of power. But, you know, it, it's for people to just educate themselves and to know that it's not a, it's not a president thing because, you know, everybody wants to turn up for the presidential election when the presidential um, president only carries a certain amount of power, Congress carries a certain amount of power, and so, you know, one can't really do things without the other, you yep. know? And so when we, when we realize this, then we'll start to realize, like, hey, okay, well, it's only so much that the president can do. When he makes, when he addresses the nation, and he tells you, like, we, I'm hoping that Congress can get this done. You know, I want to do this. I'm hoping that Congress can come together and get this done. So that should tell them that, okay, well, he doesn't have the power to just go ahead and make this happen on his own. Right. You know. So yeah, you're gonna have those individuals about, oh, well, the president didn't do anything. Like, you know, they're giving that that other tenant that was in there all this credit about. The economy. Oh, when he was in there, the economy. They never want to give due to the the president that was in there before him, right? That got it on track. Right. You know, that got right. everything going. And once that president is out, now you that that one gets credit for what the, the previous one did. <laughs> and it's like, right. oh well, yeah, he got it all together. And blah, 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 blah. Come on, pay attention, people. 
So now and then also, is, you know, it. Mm-hmm. is another thing when the person that is the president has a Congress that's majority in his favor who wants a lot of the same <clears> things <throat> he wants. So he's, he's able to, you know, they're able to push certain things that that person wants and then he's able to just sign off on it. Especially if they have the majority vote. Definitely. Right. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Right. So the yeah. moral of the story so, is we got a lo- we got elections coming up right now and we these the ones we need to pay attention to. Do your research, get out there and read who's about what and get your people out there to vote because these are the ones that's um most important. Very important, very important. As you said, get out, do your research, see if this senator um, measures up measures up to, to your standards, your likings, what you feel like they're going to bring to the table. Are they going to be a, a, um, a good representation for you? And vote them in and vote the others out. You know, judges, superintendents, you know, uh, yep. senators, all of them. Yeah. We have to start from the bottom up. It's not just... From the top down, you gotta go. You gotta start local. Like the, I'm talking about the people who's right in your district. Like the people who runs your literal neighborhood. You even gotta start there. Like, we gotta yeah. pay attention more to to these type of types of elections. We get these pamphlets when it's somebody running for like, um, what is it like? Um, damn, I'm drawing a blank right now. Um. Dang, what is it that I'm thinking about? We don't know. Bell, Jordan Blake. I'm gonna come back. I'm gonna come back to it. But I'm talking about the local local elections. Like we we see people running for certain offices, and it's kind of like whatever. We don't care about that. We don't care. So. We just let whoever whoever turn out to vote, they voted, and then that person is in there. Council, yes, thank you, thank you, Stacy. <laughs> like city council, <laughs> all of those. So yeah, um, we got to pay attention to all of that. All of that is super, super important. Um, what I was gonna mention, um, Kim Kardashian is a prime example of someone who may not have done their research, I guess, because she actually just posted a video endorsing this guy that's running for L.A. mayor, um, Rick Caruso is his name, and a lot of people are saying that she either she don't know or she knows and she's just that's that's her views. But apparently this Rick Caruso guy is one that is against um abortions. And he's one of them that's trying to push to make abortions illegal. And a lot of people feel that he's not the right person, but you got somebody who's super influential like Kim Kardashian who just did a video to promote this guy. And I read that she's not even voting. She's not even eligible to vote in, in, for L.A. mayor. Some shit they were saying. And I was like, wait, is that true? I got to look it up because she's endorsing a candidate for, and she can't even vote for him. Well, I got to look at that. Wouldn't be the only celebrity that's behind Rick Caruso as well. There's also I've seen ads with Gwyneth Paltrow. I see some ads with Snoop Dogg in there. Now, granted, it's it's a it's a quick maybe ten second video um, of Snoop Dogg, um, but there are a couple couple celebrities that I've seen in ads of Rick Caruso's um, supporting mm-hmm. him and throwing their weight behind him. 
Interesting. So my mm-hmm. thing is like my my question becomes: Do they do they know the full scope of what this candidate stands for? Is it choosing the lesser of two evils situation? Is it oh he's he's saying he's gonna fight homelessness, so he's our guy. But on the other hand, looking over all of the other things that he's for. That may that you may not be for. You got to find somebody well, who's fully gonna support what you are about. My question is: Well, you know he's a billionaire, so are a lot of these people in his pockets as well? That that part. Um, his his uh, competitor, which is Karen Bash, she's a former senator. Um. The only, not, I don't know, I guess smear campaign, I guess you can attribute it to that or consider it to be that, that they keep running on her, that she took some some funds, um, she was paid out some funds that allowed, uh, kind of tie her into the USC scandal with um, bribing to, to get her kids or one of her children into, into that college. So I keep seeing this ad on her being ran, but nothing else really on her um, because she's also running um, for mayor. Um, they had two that dropped out, and one uh, threw their weight behind Caruso, and the other has thrown his weight and support behind Karen Bass. So, yeah, yeah it's very interesting. I, um, I haven't seen any celebs, um, you know, advocating for her or campaigning for her. Um, but yet, I did see so, those three to four behind Caruso. I could definitely, I could definitely believe, because like you said, money is the root, right? So I could definitely believe that. I wouldn't be surprised if he's paying these people to endorse oh, yes. him. Like, definitely. Cut the check, and yeah, I'm gonna record this video and and say I cut think you're a great candidate. Like, mm. crazy. <laughs> And I heard that Rick Caruso, this is a sidebar, that he covered up um, sexual abuse at USC, speaking of USC. And mm-hmm. it's easy when you got billions of dollars to make it seem like you're the right guy because you're all we're seeing because you're able to spend $30 million on ads. Greg. Like, yes. Yes. And I constantly see his ads, constantly. I have yet to even see an ad actually for Karen Bass, honestly, and that's primarily because you know maybe her, I'm sure her campaign doesn't have the amount of money right. It's that, about fun. You know, Rick Caruso's campaign has. Yes. <clears throat> so, so yeah, you're right. I I bring that up just to say, people do do your own um, research. Even if your favorite celebrity is endorsing the candidate, like look them up for yourself too, like. Make sure they check all the boxes because these elections, once again, I can't stress it enough, are the most important ones. So, well, yeah, they would. Yeah. So, bring, to bring it back to Uvalde, we need change, and it starts with us. In these elections, and we got to get the right people in these chairs. And just hope for the best. This isn't far from the first, and unfortunately, it's not the last mass shooting. It's just a matter of where is next at this point. So, in addition to that, can I can I add also about the Uvalde thing? What I didn't understand after reading more about the situation too were the actions of the the police. Yes, thank you now for bringing that up. I'm not, a, I'm, not a, I'm not an officer. I'm not an officer, so you know I don't know what it what it's like to encounter you know, a a mass shooter or shooter of all, period. 
but I I can, you know, kind of, you know, just, I don't know, come to an understanding that when you as the police, I'm assuming, and this is, this is my assumption, you know that you are signing up for a very, very dangerous job that is putting your life on the line at any given moment, um, you may encounter an individual with a gun, and you may be faced with a situation where you may not come out of this situation alive. So to hear that police waited over an hour before engaging or going into this classroom, they waited in the hallway while this shooter, not by command that I've read, that they, it was by command, they were given instructions to wait yep. for the janitor with a key to open the door for them. But yet, you will, these, and of course, this is in Texas and this is in another state, however, where police will enter homes with no not warrants, busting yep. down doors, shooting, yep. automatically shooting without even being sh- shot at. Yep. And it makes me upset that you and you get a, a command from your commanding officer to to wait because he he was under the assumption it was no longer an active shooter. This was now a barricaded suspect because he barricaded himself behind the door. A door in which he was shooting out of the window of the door to yep. shoot at the officer. So I I just I can't wrap my brain around how was that even an order that you would have given based on the events that are taking place at the time? Boggles me. I am really baffled by the whole situation. Help me. Yep. Somebody help me. <clears throat> the police chief is, is the one who delayed the, the response. You got parents outside the school, like, yelling at them, like, because their their children are in there, and like you mentioned, this is your job. This is what you. Show. Nobody made you be a police officer. You went. You took the training. You did everything you needed to do to get that badge and get that gun. At that point, it's to protect and serve the people. It's not your your life. Is is a a dangerous job. Your life is on the line every single day. But that's what you signed up for. So to stand outside and not engage is wow. And they could have potentially saved lives. Maybe the death count wouldn't be 21 had they engaged sooner it's crazy and they say that the police chief actually just completed a a training an active shooter training in December where he's supposed to this, this training is supposed to teach you to like compare and contrast active shooter event and a hostage or barricade crisis. So it's like, you failed, my man. On you all failed. <laughs> but I think that's all I got regarding this um, shooting. I don't know if there's anything else you want to add, but no, um, no, it's, it's just heartbreaking. It's really, really heartbreaking. So, yeah, yeah, it's, it's crazy because these are little like it's it's crazy on all levels when there's innocent people who get murdered by these um. Terrorists. Call them. Yeah, terrorists. Let's, let's use that word. Yes. Uh it's like it's 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 something a little more when there's children involved. Like 
these are like babies, right? Like, and then I was watching on the news the the nine year old who survived it thankfully and was given his recollection of events, and it's just like, damn, like, can you imagine? Like, just crazy to me. So, I don't know. A change needs to come. We need some something to happen, and we need it to happen fast. We need, because it. We need it now. It's the only country that this happens. Like, it's almost, it's over 200, I want to say. Over 200, probably close to 300 mass shootings that took place in this country already. And a mass shooting, by definition, is four more people. Since January of this year. It's like... Got to do better. Rest in peace to everyone. Our condolences goes out to the families. We all got family members that's in these age ranges, and it's like we can put ourselves in their shoes to, like, just imagine what that would feel like. It's just ridiculous. But I'm going to move on. Um, yeah, that's it. So, Rel, thank you. I don't know if you wanted to stick around, but appreciate your input on this. And I know your voice is... No problem. Uh, Sean, so <laughs> no problem. So let you thank you. Let you get on. Appreciate you and yeah. So let's move on. Um, let me see what else is what I was gonna be talking about. <clears throat> oh, Shakari, that's what it is. Shakari Richardson. So, like I mentioned at the top of the show, we all know Shakari. She was this the, the craze. A lot of people was comparing her to Flo Joe. She had the long nails. And she was fastest in the viral race that took place. And she qualified for the Olympics, but was disqualified when they found weed in her system. And so it was this whole controversy. And so she had her, her was supposed to be her, Next big comeback race after the first one after being disqualified from the Olympics. But that race wasn't her best. It was actually her worst. And she came in last place during that race. And can you imagine what that was like? And so many people was clowning her saying, like, oh, that's what you get for talking all that junk, yada, yada. And Shakari was basically telling them, like, look, I'm not done. Like, this is just one race. And she was right. Fast forward to Saturday, yesterday, um, during the Prefontaine Classics 100-meter Shikari was back in the race, literally, and she came in second place, right behind Elaine Thompson, who's on the track. She's, she dominates almost every – Jamaica generally always dominate on the track. They are always first, second maybe even third, like, but congratulations to Shikari for redeeming herself. She came in second place, 10.92. Elaine was in first place with 10.79. So she was right there. And I I haven't seen the race yet, but I want to see it because that's dope. It's always dope to see someone come back, especially after people 
try to count them up. And Shakira is right there. She's she's ready. And first place first place is up next. Absolutely. And it was dope to see her and Elaine actually like embrace each other. Showed that sportsmanship because that also was a lot of talk during that last race when she came in last. And a lot of people was feeling like there was some shadiness happening between the, the women from Jamaica and Shakiri. So it was good to see that sportsmanship. And Shakiri's here to stay. She's not no one-hit wonder. She just had a bad race. Y'all know what she's capable of, like she said. And here we are. Um, that shots to Shakiri. Uh, let's move on. Let's talk about Courtney uh, Kardashian, who just married Travis Barker, and they're trying to have a baby. So they're going through all this fertility doctors and all of this. And Courtney revealed the doctor told her that she should drink Travis Barker's sperm. It seemed to help with her fertility. Like, what? She said he told us, she said he told me that the thing that would help it, her um, fertility, um, it was something that had to do with her thyroid levels, I think. And the advice was to drink Travis semen like four times a week. Have y'all heard of this? Because I was like, nah. Ain't no way that this is the advice. Now, I have heard that semen is packed with, like, nutrients and stuff, but <laughs> I never heard of a doctor uh, telling somebody that they should drink someone's semen, but super weird. I don't know if this is something new, if this is some old tale, some old... Back in the day, ritual, something, I don't know. I don't know what to call it, but that's all I can say. Uh, last but not least, let's talk about uh, Brandy and Jack Harlow. Jack Harlow got one of the hottest songs out right now. It's called First Class. I think that's the actual title of it. But um, he was doing an interview with... Um, Dang, what show is that? I can't remember, but that's not important. He, they was, they played um, Brandy's song, Angel in Disguise. And they asked him if he knew who was, who, whose song it was. And he didn't. And so they started giving him clues on, to help him out. And one of the clues was her brother had a famous sex tape, something like that, they said. And he knew that answer was Ray J, so his answer was, who's Ray J's sister? And people took that as disrespect, I guess, for one, because how do you not know well, this is how the people was looking at it. How do you not know Brandy, right? So they looked at it like he was saying it like if she was a no name, like if she was just Ray J's sister. I personally didn't take it that way. I was one of the people who charged it to his age. I don't know how old Jack Harlow is, but I know he's young. And I know that there's a lot of the younger generation that don't know what, for one, don't know what real music is, <laughs> say that. 
and also they're not aware of who a lot of the our greats are. His his parents maybe never played brandy around around the house. Like and it also goes to show that no, I'm not even gonna say that. What I was gonna say, <laughs> um, it. I charged it to the age. I charged it to him just being young and not being aware. Now I do feel Jack Harlow knows who Brandy is, knew who Brandy was in that moment, but he just didn't know that that song was Brandy. So with him saying who's Ray J's sister. It was just, and, and that's another key. He didn't know Brandy and Ray J were brother and sister. Another thing that I charged to him being young. These kids don't know nothing. Like, come on. He didn't know Brandy and Ray J were sisters, brother and sister. So <laughs> that's how I took it. But a lot of people took it as if he was dissing Brandy. And Brandy jokingly kind of felt the same way in a sense <laughs> um, and she took the Twitter and she said something like I will what she said I would like murder him on his own beat with bars Some, something like that she, she said we know Brandy she rap you know she be doing her little one two thing so it was funny some people took that seriously but she was just like you know, joking around, but she actually went in the booth and recorded a freestyle over Jack Harlow's first class beat and killed it. Will Jack respond? No. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if it'll be wise, but it could backfire. So he might just want to like just laugh it off. But Hey, wait a minute. Ain't that Brandy's brother? Your boy Jack Harlow reversed that the other way around. A listener said he is 24. Someone said, though, if he is choosing to be a part of our culture and our music, he needs to educate himself. He isn't just young, but young in the hip-hop industry. Hear, hear. That's along the lines of what I was going to say, and I kind of, like, stopped myself, but I wasn't going to say it in such a... Nice way. <laughs> you hear. You 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 hear. You you this is what you wanna do. You gotta know what's up. You gotta know what's up. But again, just to go back, I feel like I that's why I didn't charge it to him not him not knowing who Brandy was, it's just he didn't know that song, Angel in the Skies. And maybe if they would have played I Want to Be Down, like her, that, that, that song he probably heard, or one of her, um, Full Moon, or maybe maybe some, some of her other songs, maybe he would have recognized, like, oh, that's Brandy. But he didn't recognize Angel in Disguise. So... A listener said, look, when you don't know, you don't know. Someone said, what if he didn't remember her name and posed it like Jeopardy, who is Ray J's sister? <laughs> I thought that, too. I mean, that that's basically what he what he said. But um, someone else said, but is Brandy hip-hop? Brandy's not hip-hop, per se, and, but she is in the culture of it. She's she's one and the same. Like she's right there. She had, you know, remixes with some of the biggest hip hop artists and she rap herself. I think she even have her own like rap Monica, right? Like she got uh what is it like what is it? B B something she used when she rapped. Like she 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 definitely you should know, for sure. But then again, 
He's young. He's not black. <laughs> and, hey, but like the other listener said, if you're going to be doing in our culture and stuff, like, you got to understand. So that's that. If you want to hear it, though, I'm sure it's on YouTube. Just look up Brandy First Class, and it'll be there. They her talk hush. She played a whole rap on um, the show Queens. Um, it was her and the Tory Norton and Eve and one other girl. They were like a rap group from back in the day. So that's out there somewhere. That's it. That's all I got for what's hot in these blogs. Let me see. <clears throat> yeah, I know. Uh, I, I I know that too. That um, Queens actually just got canceled. I wasn't gonna mention it, but yeah, it did. <laughs> Another one bites the dust. I guess a lot of people wasn't tuning in. I don't know. But there's various reasons why they cancel shows. Some shows are doing great and still get canceled. So who knows what's the real reason why why it was canceled. I know Eve um, was out um, since she had her baby. So I don't know. Maybe that played a part in, like, the decision. I don't know. That's it. Um, I'm trying to think if I have anything for what blows mine, if it even makes sense to go into what blows mine for today. First time listening, that's the part of the show. We say what gets under our skin, what irks our nerves. But I feel like I had something, but I don't think I don't think I do. So we might just skip that for today. Yeah. Let's do that. Let's skip that for today. It's Memorial Day weekend. We outside. A lot of people are off tomorrow. A lot of people got them grills going. People having parties. And we outside. So that's what it is for for this weekend. Enjoy. Be safe and all that good stuff. I want to thank you for listening. Tuning in, however you're listening, iTunes, Stitcher, the TuneIn app, Blog Talk Radio. Appreciate you. Be sure to follow me on Instagram at I am Hollywood. Follow our producer Stacy at Hampton Blue Network on Instagram. B L U is how you spell blue. And that's it. Thanks to my boy Ralph for chiming in when we spoke about Uvalde and. We out. Deuces.
Hey, these other niggas you know, they never lead a block and I'm flying out of heat, bro. Oh, there he go, on top like a CEO. Danger, call it Mr. Cole and different folks. Don't want to see you moving up different strokes. Am I visible? Better than any mini miny mo. Here for the gold C3PO. Ghost gave me the beat just to hear me glow. Uh. Can you hear me now? Uh. Can you hear me now? Uh. Can you hear me now? Uh. Let me get back, get back to it, right back to it. Came out the flames, going right back through it. Best is a bop soon as I debut it. Never will I stop, nigga, thought you knew it. If you left my side, you blew it. If you counted me out, you stupid. Clarity, nigga, no confusion. Get back, get back, cause the heat I'm brewing is a huh, hard to get. Wait till you hear this whole new shit. Just reloaded my new clip. Feeling this bias, it's a pulpit. Church, Sunday service. Can't judge a book by what's on this surface. <laughs> I'm so quiet, I should make you nervous. Send out a PSA, nigga, this is urgent. Uh. Can you hear me now? Uh. Can you hear me now? This thing on? Can you hear me now? Uh. Can you hear me now? <laughs> 